0: hello and welcome once again in a row we're back to talk sports with you paul ben and i talking sports i'm jason this is paulie
1: how's it going guys
0: and here's ben what's up everyone and we've got march madness to speak on and nothing else so take us away paulie what did we witness
1: so, um, we're going to start uh, with the women's tournament because Caitlin Clark, the phenom from Iowa, is doing things that men's or women's uh, NCAA tournament has never seen before. She put up a 41-point triple-double, 41 12 rebounds and 10 assists last night in the elite eight game. I guess just can you guys put this in perspective for me? Because no college player, men or women has ever done this before. Can you guys just talk for a minute about what this means for just anything?
0: Well, I mean, like you just said it, like this isn't done before this basketball is like any sport. It's constantly evolving and changing. And, you know, we didn't have a, a Cheryl Miller before Cheryl Miller came along. We didn't have, you know, a Lisa Leslie before she came along. We didn't have any of these guys like Steph Curry. You know, we didn't have players like that in their respective sports until they came along. And this looks to be another one of those situations you know the game is changing we we can have this happen in a college game now that sounds crazy in like a shortened <laughs> game you're pulling out like what do you what does she score in a regular in an nba game length game in a 48 minute game you know you, you say put it into words like how do you put the Previously unachieved into words. Uh, ben, do you have any
2: ideas? I mean, the putting the words is, is just phenomenal. That's all it really is. I mean, that's, who does that's, that, that's, right? I mean, <laughs> not. It's hard to you know, like I think in recent histories, you know, like there's not enough people who get close to all three. There's the scorers and the rebounders you got the scores and the assists, you know, and mm-hmm. those are like your two clumps, but you never get that third one overall, you know, like I'm trying to even remember the last time. Like, there's anyone even close to that. Like, I think Trey young for like points and assists, you know, like, but he never got the rebounds, you know, like I'm trying mm-hmm. to think job He was always really close, but never getting the rebound. So like, I don't know, like that's really crazy to me um, that, you know, just so many high points and to get a triple double is phenomenal. Um, I mean, she's, a great basketball player to begin with. So it wasn't, it isn't the biggest surprise, but it is, you know what I mean? So, uh, I mean, the other craziest stat too that I just saw from that game is uh, the first half, uh, she was responsible for 88% of the points, 88%. She was, you know, like 24 points of her own and 20 on assists or something like that. So 88% of their points in the first half, like Matt, who... <laughs> Who's getting even close to eighty-eight percent? Like that is crazy. Like, just from her dishing the ball and some her teammates scoring or her scoring on her own, so just phenomenal. Like all that, all wrapped in, into one game. Like unbelievable. So, kudos to her. And it's funny. There's been a lot of NBA and college games where people have been scoring a lot of points, forever and their teams have been losing. And like she's been just <laughs> she yet, you know, both of, the best of both worlds, basically. Finally, mm-hmm. you know, like she got the triple double. And, you know, got her team to the final four. So pretty amazing. Yeah. And it,
1: it, I mean, the words can't describe what she put up. I mean, it's, it's never been done before, like I said Mm -hmm. previously. And it's, it's, it's kind of sad that it looks like it's kind of going to come down to Iowa and South Carolina and, they're not even going to be be able to play in the finals because it's going to be a final four matchup. Uh, assuming uh, South Carolina wins tonight, mm. which is most nine percent, yeah, happen, yeah. But um, that it's it's going to be one of those two that's going to cut down the nets on the women's side. It looks like, and again, like we'll talk about on the men's side in a minute here. Uh, two of the one seeds on the women's side went out before. Was it before the elite eight or the elite, or the sweet sixteen? I think it was sweet sixteen, right? Uh, uh,
0: they, Indiana the, lost their second game, and yeah. Stanford lost their second game. They yeah. neither one of those made the uh, elite, yeah. Or made and that's the, sweet the first 16.
1: time on the women's side that's ever happened. So again, we've been talking yeah. about just the craziness of this tournament. Uh, and wow, is it delivered? Uh, moving on to the men's side. I mean, (laughs) we have a four seed, two, five seeds and a nine seed left standing.
0: Yeah, man. Uh
1: what, what, uh, UConn's
0: the only team that's ever been here before, yeah. Right.
1: Jason, just get us started here. Well, where do you want to go from here?
0: <laughs> this, uh, I mean, I said it a week ago. This is the most busted bracket I've ever seen in my life, like, and this isn't like, like when uh, UConn was like an eight seed or something and won the championship like a handful of years ago back. It's not like that. This is a 5-seed San Diego State. You know, the the 9-seed here is Florida Atlantic Florida Atlantic.
1: What are you talking about basketball that team.
0: program? Like well, yeah, I'm just we saying need you talk about them Jason. Yeah,
2: apparently because because the be... Tennessee were men over your boys Duke.
0: Oh, dude. They were Goliaths yeah. and
2: supernaturals over mm-hmm. those men in Tennessee. It was un- unreal. That was <laughs> unreal.
0: ridiculous. Like, how do you. <sighs> Like it's. I'm used well, to yeah. seeing programs here. There's like a uh, 20 programs you see in the Final Four, and that's usually there's hit. the Blue Buds. None, none of them. UConn, none I guess. Them. You know, but
2: yeah. I wouldn't even call them that. Like they're not that. No. they're maybe looking in on that kind of mentality. I guess, but no, not yet. <sighs> but yeah, I mean, again, it's that's why we watch the games. Mm-hmm. You don't know. Like I was thinking, case. Kansas State and UConn, like for me, were gonna be the front runners, like gonna be in that final game, you know. Like and then they down, you know. Like, <laughs> I'm like what the hell? Like, huh? Like, they look so tough. Or like, I know, like, um, Paulie's on was on that Creighton bandway, and I don't. I mean, they look just phenomenal this mm-hmm. tournament, and then. They go down. You're like, holy crap! like What the hell? And that was a great story too. The brothers playing against each other back to back years in the tournament. That was a great story Mm -hmm. as well. Like side story, but yeah. So just uh, just nothing. UConn just averaging 15 points a win is just looks. That's uh, the way they beat
0: Gonzaga was. Oh man! Like, yeah, what I didn't a think he was to gonna get, get that, that way, but
2: all of a sudden, like I had to, like I kind of wasn't paying attention buy the a whole bucket. way. Like, yeah, and then I turned back. I was like, "Oh my god, the score is that much of a difference now? Mm-hmm. Holy crap!" And then, well, yeah, and Pauly, we was here. That was Pauly's winner right there. Yeah, so, um, he is the last one to have any like real good
1: anything left in that racket. <laughs> <laughs> I, I... I, I was I was looking at that and I was like, oh man, this is the year that they might do it. And then um, yeah. we talked about it last week. Mm-hmm. And...
2: I told you if they would have got to the final four, I would pick them the whole way. I told you the <laughs> <those Yeah>. exact <laughs> words, I'll pick them until the end because it threw me wrong, but yeah, they they got stumbled so, up there against the juggernaut.
1: So to get get a little specific here, um how we got here, uh the Thursday of the sweet sixteen. I mean, you might have one or two standout games, like all-time games in a tournament. If you're lucky, you have three, four, five. Maybe we had two in the same night. Starting off, well, we'll we'll start with uh, UConn, uh, uh, UCLA, I guess. That rivalry, that West Coast rivalry. Uh, Gonzaga gets the win. That shot from the, the logo. Sign. The logo.
2: Yeah, oh, the Steph man. Curry.
1: Steph. That yes. was ballsy.
2: Yes. You don't pull up at seven seconds that shot, but mm. some people do, and some people make it. And like, yeah. Oh,
0: crap. <laughs> Coach is still wow. losing his mind, though. <laughs> you know, he's just oh, like, it was great when they Oh no! All the way did you do that?
2: Oh when they interviewed all the coaches, like, you know, watching it in the studio, like coach, right. She was like, literally, when that left his hand in my brain, I was like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> like Absolutely not. You do not J- take that J- shot with like, seven J- seconds left.
1: Jay Wright said that on uh PTI the next day. Uh, he said, oh, yeah. he, 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 man. Oh man. And then, uh, did, did it remind you guys in the time? Cause it did for me. Um, the uh, Villanova buzzer beater against uh, North Carolina—it's the same play. It was—they
2: they literally said it's the same play. Like actually yeah. told Jay about it, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I didn't recognize that <laughs> until you, someone brought it up." So, yeah, I told he was, which again, it worked, but again, super far back. Yeah,
1: and um, play, the... they run, and that was a
2: yeah, so pretty crazy.
1: And then the the other one was the uh, the Kansas State uh, Michigan State, just absolutely incredible mm-hmm. and that that alley oop.
0: <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> the, was pretty that, much the game that sealed the deal right there. Oh
1: my! Yep. The the arguing, looking at, look at the
2: coach, the kind of fake arguing and actually arguing. Yeah, this yes. Is <laughs> Everyone's just tuning in there. What are they doing? Whoop. Boom. The nail in I, the coffin right there.
1: I've never seen anything like that before. I have never seen anything like that before. I just incredible. And the the New York point guard going back to the garden and putting up that performance. And I don't I don't know exact his exact stats in the uh Uh, The loss, but uh, in three games, he had 43 assists and 11 turnovers. Just absolutely incredible.
2: Yeah. Phenomenal. Mm -hmm. 20 and 19 in the Sweet 16 game. And then
1: 19 assists. And then
2: I think he had, I want to see it. I'm trying to look it up a few points in the loss. Like, I mean, again, just – and only lost by three. So, just uh, almost got there, which is funny, too, Kansas State. I always forget to mention, I don't know if we talked about, like, how he how they were, you know, ranked dead last in the Big 12 this year, the, the preseason. No, I not know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I heard them talking about, like, wait, what? Yeah, so in the game they lost, he went 30-12. and 12 five
0: steals. Jeez. That's a full night. I yeah. mean, see that's that's just to kind of talk about what we talked about earlier. Like that's a really good game in college basketball. And chicks that's going really out great game. going scoring 40 and in a triple double. Like that's just as a perspective. Like a 30 point game with 12 rebounds and five steals or 12 assists and five steals is really good. That's that's a sick game. Yeah. yeah, and then you're gonna do, you're gonna score forty and get a triple double. Get out of here, like.
2: <laughs> nice try. Yeah, Whoa. right. Yeah, Caitlin Clark's got your number. <laughs>
1: All right, so I guess we we have this set up here. I guess I'm gonna open up the floor to both of you guys. The historic nature of this tournament can can you guys put words to it for us i mean we've never seen anything like this just what does it mean for the sport what does it mean for the fans what does it mean for you guys watching this i guess uh ben i'll start with you just where are we in the sport like what does this mean
2: Well, I honestly think some of the the tides are changing in some of these blue bloods and the bigger programs because uh, I think a big reason is, you know, we never had a transfer portal back in the day. And kind of like I hit up before with Kansas State um, being ranked last in the Big 12 preseason. um, The reason why is because everyone pretty much there was transfers. So they didn't really know what, you know, like what they were getting and and that team was just not complete, and then they come out in a twenty-five and seven season. You know, shock the world or shock the Big Twelve too. But uh, I just feel like, yeah, that the transfer portal—you uh, know, some of the those smaller schools, like or mid-major schools, I guess you can call them, like your Creightons your Creightons and your San Diego States and stuff like that—are they're getting bigger and stronger programs. Like it's just not like a Gonzaga anymore. Like those guys are are getting their players. Um, and getting their recruits and whatnot. I just think that it's kind of a changing of the guard. Like, especially if you think now that you got all the big guys gone in the sport of coaching. You got, you know, Coach Kay's gone. You got Roy Williams gone. You got Jim Boeheim just retiring. You know, you got all these big names around for 20, 30 plus years coaching and recruiting and all that stuff, you know, forever at these schools. And they're gone and, they're, you know, the replacements are not going to get the same you know, type of players right away because they have to build their own rapport. It's just not Coach K said to come here. You know, like it's, it's, it's going to change the whole mentality, and I think that's a big thing is those schools are going to have to start building up, and these mid-major schools are kind of maybe going to be equal to where these blue bloods are right now. Um, I mean, again, they're I think be tough always in the tournament if they get in the tournament any of these teams, but again, you saw a lot of them all pretty much all. Well, yeah, we saw all of them go down to you know, a, a team in this tournament, which even a couple of years ago, most of those teams we look at and be like, "That's a lot. Kentucky's going to beat whoever they play, you know, or Kansas or wherever. And it was just the opposite. So I feel uh, like I said, mid, mid-majors are coming stronger, and the transfer portal um, is really helping teams and schools and players because you know they can kind of mold wherever they want to go. Um, then if they want to move on after a year, they can. So I think that really helps. What do you think, Jason?
0: Yeah, I think that's a huge thing. And I think I, – I'm sure I brought this up before. I think name, image, and likeness has a lot to do with this in that, yeah. you know, like let's face it, kids have always gotten kickbacks from the college to go to schools, you know, to particularly certain schools. Well, now – No, fact- Jason – right exactly so well i've never seen any
2: documentaries on yeah
0: exactly name name one of two dozen whatever exactly yeah so you blow the lid off this whole thing and that opens up every school to be able to do that to some degree now obviously you know all things being what they are a kansas or a Kentucky is going to have a lot more to throw around, you would think, than a San Diego State or a Florida Atlantic. Oh yeah, but they're still able to throw some money around just because they're not a big program. So it evens things out a little bit. And with in conjunction with that transfer portal, a kid—I don't, you know—I can't say for sure because I was, you know, never a college basketball player or anywhere close to that, but. If you can have, still have, you're not losing anything by going to a Kansas other than playing for Kansas, which is its own benefit. And in the middle of nowhere, but that's
2: a downfall. We'll We'll move on.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you could go play (laughs) in San Diego and really not losing anything, still being able to get some money in your pocket while you're in college. Yeah, like... You're not uh-huh. going to be, you're not going to feel as, uh, how do you say, I don't want to say forced, but like the, the incentive to stay at a Blue Blood that you're where you might not be playing is, isn't as heavy because you're able to maybe go to a smaller school, still get your cash, and actually get some playing time. That's going to even, you know, if you think about it, that evens out the whole field. So, and then you get these wacky tournaments where uh,
2: who knows what well, seed's
0: going to win. Well,
2: you got you to gotta <laughs> love it when they're like, oh, Joe Smith, he was uh, Kentucky his freshman year. He went to Villanova his second year. He went to Indiana <laughs> his third. And now he's with Georgia Tech. Yep. And you're like, holy crap. Like, I understand. But at the same time, it's just like, you know, like, that's why, like, you get that guy. I was like, hey, how do I know him? Oh, he was on Kentucky last mm. year. Like, it's crazy uh, tournament time. But like you said it just it makes sense you can make your mo- you can make some money you can very much you know if you want to be in ca- a blue blood Kansas great you want to be in comfortable beautiful San Diego great yeah um and still get a little bit of money and uh, still play the game you love and again have a better chance of winning so why not mm-hmm
1: so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in here quick. Um I, I don't dispute anything you guys are saying. I love the NIL role for college athletes. I think it's beyond time for this. One thing I will say is especially for this Florida Atlantic team and San Diego State, really too. Um it does say something about the team stand together for four years because both of those teams are loaded with juniors and seniors. And I guess it's the the, the dichotomy about it is, yes, you have that freedom. I love it. Yes, you're always going to have the one and dones because the NBA opened up that can of worms and it's never going to close it uh but it does say something for these teams that stay together for for two three four years and it it almost feels a little old school to me what do you guys think about that aspect of it
0: So, yeah, I I love that. I'm a Duke fan, man. I love it when, when guys stick around for three, four years and try to win a championship or two. I think that stuff's great. I don't see any problem with that. But, I mean, if a guy's good enough to go to the NBA, he should be able to go. And if he doesn't get drafted, you know, he should be able to go to school and play. I don't know if that's a rule anymore, but for a while they had that rule where if you declared for the NBA draft and skipped college, you couldn't go to play college ball anymore. Yep, and
2: that's dumb. I don't know dumb. if, that's, an, don't know if know. that's
1: in place yet or not, but I—I I, that's a stupid
2: it. Probably is. Right? Probably is because now the alternatives you play G League, Europe, you, you know, there's those alternatives now, which before there wasn't any. That's true. <laughs> really. That's true. Because so now always... they have
0: those, and
2: that's what they probably send you to or whatever. I, I
0: always think of guys like Sebastian Telfair who were like, Yeah, I'm really good. And no one drafted him. And then he was just kind of, you know, that kid. He was like the poster child then for kids who shouldn't. Don't do this. You go to the draft.
2: <laughs> you cause... think you're good, you're mm-hmm. not in school. <laughs> Holy crap.
1: Yep. I but Ben, where do you stand on this? The the team staying together for a few years. Uh, on top of like I said, the the one and done's is gonna be here with us. The uh, the transfer portal is here to stay, the NIL deals are here to stay. What do you feel about the old school aspect of the team staying together for a few years? Like this uh, San Diego state team and this Florida Atlantic team.
2: I mean, yeah, that's, that's the way I've always
1: known it, you know, like growing up, you never had a lot of, a
2: lot of one and dones or else, like you said, they'd go to the NBA or, uh, you know, they, they wouldn't even go to college. So, you know, I, I grew up, you know, watching your Dukes and Kentuckys and all those teams, they pretty much all stayed together for, uh, you know, the 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 New York the North Carolinas, Indiana's, all those blue buds, you know, they all pretty much stay together. And I feel like, you know, being a Wisconsin fan or you know, uh, Badgers, they pretty much all, you know, for the most part, stay pretty mm. much three or four years. That's and that's why it, it takes a little bit longer to like build up to getting good again because uh they, you know they're always building up and then they lose if they when they lose those older guys it's it's still just uh, it just keeps going in motion pretty yeah, much I so
1: have someone built up already everybody's
2: program, gonna be falling the the, the spot that the the hole that fall you know the hole that opens will always be filled so yeah. uh pretty much so yeah I, that's what i'm pretty much used to like uh i mean kentucky for the last how many years has just pretty much been a lot of one and don'ts so maybe not as many lately in the last couple of years but pretty much i mean there's teams where <laughs> all five starters would be <laughs> one mm-hmm. and done, you know like and that's and again, I would never be able to beat Calipari because I'd be could not put up with those boosters, uh, mm. just screaming at me for no reason at all times. For for the most part,
1: um, as as, yeah. as much as much shade as Calipari gets, he has to put up with a lot. With mm. Well, I mean, that's
2: uh, there's a that's called karma, Paul. When <laughs> <Like laughs> you, you screw yes. up, every, if you screwed up three other schools. The fourth school is going to really get you, yeah. and just it just so happens that they're the the most craziest and, you know, most passionate fans. Cause that's all Kentucky's got. So, um, you know, so like, yeah, it's, uh, he, he's, he's not, he's living, he was thinking he's living the dream and right now I feel like he's just keeps having press conferences to see if they can just fire him because he doesn't want to do it anymore in a way. I feel like, uh, I'm yeah, go, you can go to any other school and it'll be fine, you know? So, uh, He's probably yeah, been think... begging
0: them to fire him for years and they're just like, no, no, yeah, we're not firing say... you.
2: What do I have to say to get fired? Like, There's nothing like, you like... could say. Yeah, they, they
0: literally just like you could you could say just a bunch of racist stuff on a podcast and we wouldn't fire you. You're you're yeah. here. You're stuck. He's there. like.
2: He's driving around the <laughs> parking lot with the dragon, the national championship trophies behind him, yeah. and like saying, "Like, fire me now, fire me now." And they're like, "Oh, Cal, Coach Cal, he's Cal Par, he's so funny. Yeah, he's a jokester."
0: <laughs> that's yeah, that's the karma. He's yeah, like, I'm "I don't sorry, want to do just... this anymore." They're like, "No, you have to. You sign." <laughs> All right, you're
2: gonna be here for
1: a while. Yep. All right. um, <laughs> 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 okay um <clears throat> anything else you guys want to talk about about the uh before we get into the final four i mean just again just what we've seen in the last what 10 days is it i think
0: yeah, 10, I've, I've ne- 14 days, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: 10, 14 days. I've never seen anything like it. And it, it, I love it. I don't think CBS is going to love the TV ratings for mm. these two games.
0: I don't but- know, though. Like, these things, everybody I watches miss- these things. I, I don't, I get, like, it's not sexy, but I mean, who's, uh, I mean, who doesn't want to watch San Diego State FAU? I guess everybody.
2: Miami UConn though. <laughs> I that don't know. One should I, get a, some I viewers. Honest, I would rather watch San Diego State FAU than a, a Alabama, Arizona Final Four or something. You know, or like a or like a you know Texas Alabama. You know, something weird like that. I would I'm kinda watch,
1: with Ben, I'm kinda with one. We
2: this. get we get that all the time. Like we've had <laughs> it for the, the majority True. of life. My life for sure. Probably before that. So I'd rather just for once like for me this is for me the best tournament it's ever been just because it's been so up and down like it, you know from because and again it's just the mo- it's the most current in my head and everything i just feel like it's so like it was just so many oh my god moments that just, for me it was the best one and i think this is the only way it has to be you have to have you know you have to have your classic final four of 5954 five, you know <laughs> <laughs> The, yeah, all i know is classic, vegas, vegas has right? got to be loving this oh yeah you know because geez
0: yeah they must they're the they're the real winners here
2: like i think princeton <laughs> oh, on the first game wasn't princeton like they're a 27 point underdog or something in that game imagine oh. that imagine <laughs> betting on that oh man you know like just look a little crazy thing, like i'm gonna put five on princeton well, I won like, 1200 so... bucks.
0: <laughs> like what? The casino's like, that's cool. We made 120,000.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or more than that. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but still, like it's, it's just crazy. Like, every, like that was Vegas alone had to be just loving it. I think. Mm-hmm.
1: So, le- legitimate question here: if, if everyone in America that filled out a bracket, uh, was given true serum. Do you think anyone had this final four? No, I don't well, think
0: anyone does
2: have this final four. I thought I saw something on ESPN today—a bracket, like their bracket breakdowns of what's going on. I thought it saw. I thought I saw zero point zero two percent. Someone oh, what had picked this final four? <sighs> yeah, I, I thought roll, rolling dice. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. well, I mean, coin, they, they might have, they might have, you know, put in seven thousand <laughs> different, varieties yeah, in the right. <laughs> so, like, you know, you're gonna have every outcome in a way, so because you know that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, who knows? To pick it all the ways, I mean, like again, no one's gonna have these four. I mean, maybe yukon maybe yukon I had, yeah. I heard UConn before this even started. That, yeah, I, I mean, I've seen them. They're that they're a possible final 14 for sure, but mm-hmm. the other three are just wow. Okay, here yeah. we go. All
1: right, um, anything else you guys want to add about this just crazy tournament before we get into the uh, the predictions of the fi- this absolutely historic final four?
0: Just yeah, uh, other than keep them coming. I hope, yeah, next start year over. Is, I hope next year is just as insane. I hope next year is more insane. I, I don't know what that would even it. look like, but I hope it yeah. is.
2: I think the tournament should start with all 330 teams, and we go every week <laughs> until it goes, until you're done. Yep. And then I, we just start over. That should just I, I, be the college the basketball of,
0: season. It's that just that.
2: That should be it. It's just one and done. You're yep. whole way. <laughs> Well, you know we got all these players, great players. We lost our first game, and that was it. So better luck next season, guys. Just have a
0: series of like uh, descending tournaments. Like, oh, you're out of the big tournament. And now you're in the first cons- yeah. consolation. Oh wait, tournament. we're
2: in round three, sweet A. Round two, part B. Yeah, right. no, yep. part A. Oh like, yeah, right,
0: so,
1: so Jason no, if we win, ass we're
0: ass in part B. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Would you be able to move up? Uh,
0: oh. Up oh and no. Down, then, or that would you just be go down. I think you would just go down. Actually. That'd be That's... hard I think, to have to move up. We'll let the... Then because then to be double elimination, college basketball. 330 teams that would be nonsense.
2: <laughs>
1: oh my god, I want just to make that bracket a regular season at this point. Just... I,
0: right, I want to write that bracket. I want to make would a giant wall. Like,
1: who are the schools <laughs> What have
2: basketball teams? Wait, this is a school and the people who play basketball. No
1: way, <laughs> prove it. Yeah, oh man, oh god. <laughs> This has been so much fun. All right, let's get to the predictions here. Uh, first game, uh, I have five oh nine start on CBS on Saturday. San Diego State and Florida Atlantic University. Uh, San Diego's state's defense is, I believe, top five in the country. Definitely the best defense left in the of these four um i guess we can't even really call these upsets at this point because they're all upsets. so who you got guys
0: jason go for it okay i'm gonna say (laughs) san diego state i i guess i mean they did have to beat better teams to get here right Like, they had to beat Furman. (laughs) No, they had to beat Alabama. They had to play a really hot Creighton team. You know, that's, that's pretty good. FAU, I mean, granted, I mean, we're splitting hairs here when we're looking at it this way. They beat Tennessee and then Kansas State. But like you said, San Diego State's defense has been way more consist- consistent. Alabama is the only team to score more than 60 on them this tournament. Whereas it's FAU has been more a matter of them keeping up. Like Farley Dickinson scored 70 on them. Um, I mean, they, they put the clamps down on Tennessee, but Kansas State scored 76 on them. So I'm going to go with the defense there and take San Diego State.
1: Yeah, we're
2: gonna gonna go all three across the board with the Aztecs. Um, it's yeah, it's defense. I mean, FAU averages like 80 points a game usually during the season, but I don't think they've gotten close to that. No, uh, this tournament, so they got
0: 78 against Farley Dickinson. With sure,
2: so that is their that is their oh no, they got
0: 79 against 79
2: against K State. Oh, yeah, Yeah. you're right, which that's a that's a pretty tough order 79 points against K State, so that's Mm -hmm. that's good, but. But again They allowed to,
0: 70 or more in both of them, 76, those games too.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm gonna have to go to the Aztecs because, again, yeah, the defense is, is again, probably even before this, the best defense in the tournament, you know. Um, even before those last four teams, I think they were probably the sweet 16 as well. Uh, and just the you know, the, the, their conference has never gotten to the final four to begin with, so I feel like it's. Let's let's get another let's get another conference like in that championship game, and I think they're going to do it because you know just FAU's had a phenomenal season, thirty four wins, the most wins in all NCAA. Um, But I just feel like the the defense and uh, again, just maybe you know, like you said, both these teams are three four years you know together, so that's that's the only like uh, pretty much equal thing I think of them because. I think defense is going to overtake the offense.
1: All right, so yeah, we have uh, San Diego State moving on. We're, am I going to be surprised if Florida Atlantic wins? Absolutely not, no. because who knows? Yeah, what nothing's is a going surprise anymore at this in point. anything in here. But um, second game, um, we have Miami and UConn. UConn, the only team that has. Uh, won a championship before they're the only elite eight team that has ever won a championship before Uh, going against the, uh, this Miami team that has been on a tremendous run. Also uh, took down Indiana, uh, took down Texas. Um, I'm going to go with UConn. I think, I, I had an inkling that UConn was going to do some things in this tournament before it even started, and now I think they're – again, I don't know if you can call anyone a favorite in this tournament at this point, but I I trust UConn, I think, more than any of these other three teams. What do you guys think?
2: Yeah, I mean, I've, I think I said a couple times earlier tonight – and I think probably even before the tournaments started, that yeah, UConn was going to be probably at least a Final Four pick, maybe win. Um, together for a bit as well as a team, and uh, they they got uh, two outstanding players. Um, was the center's name? I can I'm blanking it right now. Um. Uh, he's number twenty-one. He's huge, big guy, great player. He rebounds. Yeah. I'm losing. I don't have my thing up. But yeah, so I just feel like their team is well more rounded, a little bit more. I don't know what to say, and <laughs> not NBA, Randy, but you know what I mean. Like they're more. I feel like kind of the men versus the boys. Miami's been. A, I mean, a, a, to me, has been a very surprise almost um i think i didn't have them even (laughs) in the first round honestly uh as one of an upsets to start off but um i mean they're they've been a surprise uh their coach jim laranerga as you know the guy who took george mason like 13 years ago to the Mm -hmm. final four yeah you know so like that's right i forgot mm -hmm. about that so like there's that history so like that's kind of cool that he i think he's the only person to take two teams two different schools to the final four
1: um, uh th- 3 I, 3 I think I heard on uh PTI just three? Uh, earlier yeah. Oh.
2: Okay. I don't
1: remember what the third one was but
2: Gotcha. So yeah, even even better. Uh so yeah, like that, that's that's imp- that's great too, but I just think Yukon is just again, they've won by 15 points a game in this tournament mm-hmm. and it's not like they've played And like bad teams, you know they they played some tough ones, and and it was almost surprising sometimes too. You're like, holy crap, they're bad, you know? They're beating whoever. It was just always impressive. They they, never never looked looked behind. It was just four four four. The thing that
1: stood out to me was just they demolished Gonzaga. I mean, twenty eight
2: points. Yeah, twenty eight points.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was.
0: it looked like somebody put a lid on the basket for Gonzaga in the second half of that game. That was some weird stuff. Like they, they just couldn't, nothing was going in. It it was weird. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. UConn played a great game and put the clamps down on them, but they got some help by virtue of Gonzaga just couldn't buy a bucket. They just couldn't. Yeah, and that's the worst time to not buy mm-hmm. one. <laughs> and sometimes some games are like that. You know, ask anybody. Yeah. You know, oh, sometimes God, yeah. you have games like that where, like, it's just you, you don't want that to happen in the tournament. And sometimes, you know, sometimes well, Purdue only scores 58 points against Farley Dickinson. You know? <laughs> like yeah. It, yeah. it happens.
1: Do, do, you guys yeah. remember, do you guys remember the uh, UConn uh, Butler Championship game?
0: Mm, oh, yeah. Vaguely, was that who was that? Kimball Walker?
1: That was, uh, yeah, no, that was uh, before Kemba Walker, Ooh. that was the, the uh, Shabazz
0: Napier, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. that was the year after uh, Butler played uh, your Duke game mm-hmm. team in the championship. And I feel like the uh, Butler was playing great in that second half, but they just couldn't, nothing was going in for them, mm-hmm. and I felt like that was kind of the same thing for. Uh Gonzaga. That's kind of what I what came to my mind when I was watching that, but uh so uh Yukon are we gonna go th- uh three for three Yukon we think is gonna win this thing?
0: You know, I yeah, because I was yeah. you know, I'm looking at this and it's like okay. I'm looking at Miami's games and like, they're pretty impressive outside of only scoring 63 on Drake in the first round. They go 85 on Indiana. They go 89 on Houston and they go 88 on Texas. Like that's a lot of scoring, man. That's a lot of scoring and UConn up there, but not quite as dominant. They only had 70 against St. Mary's even though they beat him by 15, you know, mm-hmm. but just looking but then they at everybody them. else by a
2: million, That's right? I said,
0: you know, <laughs> well that and the Midwest, honestly, and I felt this way from the start. Like it's not a very strong bracket. So yeah, maybe Miami does, you know, load up on these guys because it just, you know, I picked Colgate to beat Texas. Like I just, I didn't feel like I had Pitt going through this thing. You know, like I just didn't feel like it was a very strong bracket to begin with. So. With that in mind, like the Miami's road, even though they looks like they played really well, and I'm, and they did, but it wasn't against, you know, St. Mary's is a good school. Iona was a, a a pick for a lot of people to beat UConn, actually. You know, Arkansas they beat Kansas. That's a strong SEC team right there. Gonzaga, yeah. we saw what that they did to them. UConn just. Just by virtue of having a strong, stronger wins, I got to take Yukon. I was like kind of leaning Miami a little bit, but I took a second look at everything, and I'm like, nah, I think it's Yukon actually.
2: And you're like, oh, I mean, you're like, no, oh, Dolphins. <laughs> you know, <I> <laughs> yeah, all <laughs> right, this <laughs> isn't the Dolphins. Never mind, never yeah. Mind. yeah, yeah. Never Can
0: mind. I change my answer?
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um... So yeah, uh San Diego we have San Diego State and Yukon final. Uh San Diego pull this off. I I'm I'm taking Yukon. I I think Yukon's got this, but again, this has been so wacky that who yeah. knows what is gonna happen. I mean, if I was a betting man
2: and and you guys asked me, like, hey, what should you do? I would say, don't listen to me because it's 50-50, you know what I mean? Like, it's a a championship game. I think UConn will win it. But, again, what if San Diego State's defense shuts down UConn? If that happens, then it's San Diego State's game, and they will probably win that game. So, yeah. I mean, again, they both have to get there, but I think that's honestly – Uh, it's going to be closer than these other games, I feel like, because that defense is going to neutralize some of that offense or vice versa, so we'll see. But I think UConn has a still slight advantage, just win it all.
0: I am actually going to lean San Diego State.
2: Uh,
0: Yeah, I think the defense wins out.
2: Defense wins championships. I think defense
0: wins championships,
2: and
0: yeah, I think I think defense wins championships, and San Diego State wins an NCAA championship. That sounds so weird. (laughs) And
2: then they give it to Kawhi Leonard.
1: Look at Kawhi. Yeah, we did this for you, buddy. Mm -hmm. Does Does he get a uh, ceremonial ring?
2: Maybe, I don't
0: know. Um, for just and just for <laughs> reference, the current odds to win the championship for each of the final fours Yukon is minus one thirty, so they're the favorite. Mm-hmm. As according to DraftKings. Uh, San Diego State is plus three eighty, Miami is plus five fifty, and Florida Atlantic is plus six hundred. So UConn and five uh, bucks
2: on the FAU guys. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah. Put five bucks on it, take home 30. Well, you know, <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> that's easy money right there. Yeah. Looks
2: like I'm taking a day off of work, guys. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. So it's pretty much the same way when we kind of had it. Yeah. I'm, I'm the,
1: taking the San odds. Diego
0: State, but.
1: All right. I...
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess. but Yeah.
1: I, Jason, I, I almost, I'm almost with you there, but uh, man, this UConn team is. The yeah,
0: largest. and there's a lot of chatter about this UConn team too, and there has been since since I, I think selection I think Sunday, that, basically.
1: Yeah. yeah, if that game happens, it's going to be a lot of fun because mm. it's it is going to be offense against defense, and yeah, uh, man. This tournament is so fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. We got three games left. Uh, so, Jason, you are taking San Diego State. Yep. Uh, ben and I are taking UConn for the championship. Are any of us going to be surprised if it goes another way? Absolutely not. Because, again, who knows? <laughs> Um. Anything else before we wrap up, or we go say our uh, goodbyes, guys?
0: Um, not really. I mean, it's uh, there's all sorts of stuff to watch out for. Uh, while we're waiting for this weekend to come along with,
1: yeah, with the basketball. Um, I, I've got, I've got one. Uh, so we came up with we were gonna do uh, one event that we we're gonna have you guys watch out for. Um, mine is actually the Bruins and Pens Saturday at 2 o'clock on uh, uh, national television. Uh, the Bruins having this historic season going up against uh Penguins team, Sidney Crosby, the legend is uh they're having a great season so that's what i had to watch for on saturday uh what are you guys thinking
2: well i'm gonna take the easy way out because it's one of my favorites and i came on this show because of this reason but i'm gonna go opening day on thursday brewers Cubs uh started off at wrigley um looking forward to the season uh Looking forward to seeing my new-look Brewers like every year. And because uh, <laughs> I feel like a lot of uh, the field has changed again, but i um, excited to see what happens this year and uh, a long season. But I love it, and I uh, can't wait to watch games and uh, watch my team and watch the sport I love. So that's what I'm rooting for. Yeah, spring uh, or the beginning of spring basically. Brewers yeah. uh, and face and just baseball in general. I'm looking at this
0: uh, Celtics Bucks game on Thursday. Yeah, that's in big Milwaukee. One. That's hot. want to have both playing right, right now. now. Yep. Exactly. So That'll, you know, either solidify the Bucks as, uh, you know, help solidify the Bucks and as the Eastern one seed, or put them in serious jeopardy and possibly even lose that one seed in the Celtics. Looks like they should both be able to stay ahead of the Sixers. I don't see a I collapse saw... coming from the Bucks or the Celtics. They're all three teams playing really well. So the as we come down Somebody's... to it.
2: Yeah, uh, seventy-seven percent chance the Bucks win the East number one seed is what I saw today. So
1: seventy-seven percent you saw then? Right
2: now, Mm yep. With uh, who the other teams are playing, who we're playing, etc. That's That was out ESPN. So
1: all right. Um. So we got some. Uh. Next week we have. We'll have a good one for you. We have the nba wrapping up we have the nhl wrapping up we have uh, a title game in college basketball to talk about we have baseball starting we have all the sports at once going on right now uh next week we will have uh a wrap-up of everything for you guys yeah. Five and a
2: half Sour Show, so tune in. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have an um, intermission. It'll be awesome. <laughs>
1: and uh, until then, enjoy your sports. We have the final four. We have opening day. We have, uh, like I said, basketball and hockey wrapping up. And... Uh, so you guys have some stuff to watch. We have some stuff to watch and we will bring it all to you next week. Uh, before we wrap up, anything else to say guys?
0: No, other than uh, follow us on Facebook and at PI talk sports on Twitter.
2: Yeah, I got nothing. To... It's been a great tournament and can't wait to see it wrap up and Keep talking about everything that's ended and started next week.
1: All right. You guys have a good night. We will talk to you guys next week.
0: Yes, we will. Good night, everybody.
2: Take care, everyone.